Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Today's episode is really exciting to me because some of you know I worked in a school system for about four years. And my job, my role as a licensed therapist was to help kids who had the most severe trauma and abuse and neglect in their background. And one of the biggest things that we were doing as a school system was helping along the lines of social and emotional learning, and that's called CELL. And I was really, really interesting and really loved helping the school learn how to help the kids who are struggling and help them learn to to sit still in class or help them to finish their work and and succeed and, and, and transition on to the next grade. And it was really amazing. And so today I'm really excited because this is something that I wish I had when I was in school, working in the schools. And it's Super Better. And Super Better is a digital education and mental well-being company. And so the title of this episode is Super Better Uses the Psychology of Gameplay to Empower Youth and Young Adults with Keith Wakeman. Coming up. Welcome to the Mental Health Today show. My name is John Cordray and I'm a licensed therapist and I'm the host of the show and I am delighted that you are here. Really appreciate you wherever you're coming from. Some of you are in the mental health field. Others of you are listening because you are looking for help and maybe some tips and and, and maybe you're wanting to know what's the newest within the mental health space. And this is great because I am interviewing a lot of different people. And very, very interesting people. And today is one of those interesting people that I want to introduce you to. His name is Keith Wakeman, and he is the CEO and co-founder of Super Better. And as I said before, it's a digital education and mental well-being company. And Super Better, the framework, uses the psychology of gameplay to empower youth and young adults to build skills, overcome obstacles, and achieve their goals. So cool. And with published studies show that playing super better improves resilience in mental health. And over 1 million people have played super better mobile and web app. And so super better is also the recent winner of the world economic forum youth mental health challenge. So cool. Keith, welcome to the show. Thank you, John. I'm thrilled to be here. (laughs) <laughs> well, I just want to get right to it. And one of the things, Keith, that that I like to do is tell us a little bit about you before we get into Super Better. To tell us a story or a backstory, and, and then maybe why? Why Super Better? Why did you decide to co-found it? And where was the brainchild from this? Yeah, well, yeah. Let me let me take take you through the story. So I I started my career in the food industry, so I have a brand management background. I worked for large food companies like Nabisco, Keebler, and Kellogg, and I found I, you know, I, I enjoyed you know, growing brands, but I really enjoyed had lots of opportunities to lead innovation teams, new product development, you know, strategic new venture and growth teams for these large companies. And 
you know, that, that became my passion. How do we, you know, identify market needs and, and solve those needs and, and create new products as well. And kind of the way I, you know, sometimes tell, tell the story is this. During, during my time in the food industry, I spent about seven years with Keebler and Kellogg. And uh, of course, Keebler is known as a cookie company. And, you know, and Kellogg has lots of you know, snacks as well. And so one day, you know, I counted up you know, towards the end of those seven years. You know, how many new cookies did I or the teams that were reporting to me, you know, how many did, cookies did we introduce? And there was over 30 cookies. And you know, intellectually, you know, I love the problem-solving nature of it. So you know, intellectually, I'm like, this is great. I could you know, keep doing that. But in terms of making the world a better place, you know, I'm not sure the, the world really needs another new cookie. Some people argue with me when I say that, and that's okay. And that's okay. We can have opinions about that, but the world does need other kinds of innovation. And so that kind of let, led me to, for about a decade, I ran a, a innovation and strategy consulting business that worked in, with partners, large and small and global organizations to help identify new business and growth areas in healthier foods, not surprisingly given my food background, but also in this area that, that, that Super Better lives in around you know scalable models that help people live better as well and and the reason super better so you know the 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 why for me is is this when i was running the consulting business one of our clients uh, for about three and a half years was a large global healthcare company and we did a lot of research on you know what in the wellness space and in the health space but you know what in the wellness arena most programs that are designed to help people live healthier or do self-improvement or lose weight, most of them over the long term are not very successful, right? So the near, near-term outcomes can be great, but, you know, even like a weight loss program, the gold standards, weight loss programs with great science behind them and everything else. If, you know, if 100 people start a, a weight loss program today, there's a good chance that 95% of them at the end of that year of a year would, you know, gain back all of their weight and maybe even gain back more. So, as well, so I, I got just really interested with my with my brand management background. You know, a lot of innovation happens when we shift the frame of reference, right? So the frame of reference is just that is what we compare things to. So, like when Starbucks first introduced their coffee, it wasn't you know the the frame of reference wasn't commodity coffee, which is what their their product was competing against. They they shifted the frame of reference to this whole third place in the coffee experience, and like so so there's just you know lots and lots of examples of how frame of references can, can just create real big innovation breakthroughs. So I started looking at, you know, what are what are the major existing frames of references that connect back to behavior change and psychology that, you know, what exists today that could potentially be repurposed in order to help people have more success in, in making the changes that they're, they might be interested in, in doing. And, and the number one frame of reference that we found that is out there today is video game play. Today, 3 billion people around the world play video games. That's over 40% of the world's population. Here in the US, two thirds of adults and three quarters of children under the age of 18 routinely play video games as well. So, and when we play video games, we have this this different mindset, right? We're we're focused on a goal, we're courageous, we're, we're creative, we're willing to take chances, right? So it, and so there's there is a you know something happens when we when we kind of our brains and, and our bodies go into gameplay mode that doesn't necessarily happen just in everyday life. And so you know the idea behind Superbet is is just that we we can 
use the skills and the strengths that we use and just and naturally display when we play games to be stronger and more resilient and to overcome obstacles within within the real world. So that got me excited about super better and this idea of of you know leveraging this familiar framework of gameplay in all of life and uh, in order to you know, create something that can really empower people to to be more successful. Well, I really love that. And and you literally are meeting them where they're at and where they hang out. And you're right. Video games is, is there's something about video games that captures their attention. And my son, I resonate with this because my son is a semi-pro gamer and he and his team are going to Argentina here in about a month to play in a tournament. And then he is playing in a great like a, the Olympics for esports, his team is going to Bali in December, and they're going to be playing this humongous game, and they are representing the U.S. So it's like the Olympics. And he started. Now I'm I take credit for this. So his mom his mom he gets mad at me, but I take credit for this. When he was very young, I introduced him to GameCube, the Nintendo GameCube, and. He's a very fidgety, he has ADHD, and but yet somehow when he played on the GameCube, and now even, he's able to do things that I never even dreamed of, but yet he's able to do it. His brain is wired that way, mine's not. And so I can see how Super Better can meet the, the youth and the young adults where they're at, and there's something about it that, that creates attention and focus and why not give them the ability to build those new skills and create the resilience because well, let's face it we we all face hard hardships but young adults and youth are starting to face those obstacles early and so you you are just rephrasing and reframing basically the obstacles inside a game that they get you're going into their world yeah, and that, John, that's that's exactly right. And, and so, you know, Super is not a video game. We're not an immersive experience that takes takes you know, youth and young adults out of the world. But we use the same framework that's very familiar in video gameplay to help them look at the world in a different way. And, and it's a simple. You and I could have one conversation, you know, about all the you know psychological strengths that are built by the different rules of playing Super But to the player, to these these young folks, it's just a way of. You're going for an epic win is one of the rules, right? You're setting a goal, right? So, so it feels like a game right? where you're activating power ups, which are quick, simple things that boost your energy. You know, to, to us, we would know it usually, you know, it evokes positive emotions and there's good things where we can help shift the ratio of positive and negative emotions in people's lives or you're battling bad guys, you know, which are obstacles that get in the, get in the way of, of your goals or, or your progress. And by naming those, those obstacles bad guys, we now have some more control and power over that, and we can you know, try different strategies to defeat them. So it's a it's a it's a framework that again is very familiar, but it, but it's application to you know helping uh, people look at the world in a different way. That's that's very empowering. Is is kind of the novelty of of what we do. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, that is so cool because you're speaking their language. So I, I get it. It's not a, an actual video game itself, but the, the elements to it is kind of a I don't know, maybe a, the right word, maybe it's uh, gamified in a way. It's where it's uh, easy to, to see, but there's there are um, obstacles and, and, and they're able to get to the other side, so to speak. And so just like just like they would in a video game. 
that's exactly right, John. And, and if, if we, we can have a, a brief conversation, uh, you use the word gamified, we could have a brief conversation around gamification. So, so we use, we call what we do gameful design. And, and we do that as a way to distinguish it from gamification. And so gamification, and, and gamification is the hot buzzword in the industry. Everybody uses it. And it's fine. You know, we, people can, can say what we do is, is gamified. It's not, we don't, we don't take offense to that. But gamification is the use of game elements in non-game settings. So you could think badges, points, leaderboards. Usually these game techniques are added to provide a bit of extrinsic motivation to incent some type of a desired behavior. And again, it's gamification in that use in that way. It's neither good nor bad. It's a tool that can be used and as appropriate in settings. Gameful design and kind of the way that we design and, and think about the super it's it starts philosophically in a very different place. You know, so instead of starting with you know badges and pointed leaderboards, you know, we start with the question of what makes video gameplay so attractive that three billion people around the world on a regular basis volunteer their time to enthusiastically play it. And I guarantee, John, the answer is not badges and points and leaderboards, right? It's it's much more intrinsic, you know, motivation as things like you're know, having a sense of agency or you know, developing a sense of mastery in game or autonomy or the sense of uh, when you're playing games, you're, you're you're getting constant feedback. You're always pushing yourself to see what you're capable of in games, and you're. Uh, it's okay to fail in games, right? It's a setting where uh, where people, you know, often fail eighty percent of the time, and but yet you 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 kind of bounce back. You you know, take on a different strategy, approach the problem or the obstacle in a different way to try to succeed. And and today, about uh, over half of all video game play to today is now social as well. So there's also, you know, increasingly a social connection motivating people to, to play as well. So gameful design starts with all of that, kind of the, the, the more fundamental psychology of what makes games attractive. And then how do we build that into a framework that helps people look at the world in a different way? And uh, and it's not that, again, it's not that we don't have, you know, badges and points in in the super better experience and, and, and they're fine, but we don't start with badges and points. We just start a, a, in a, a more basic way of what what is, you know, how do we leverage these strengths and gameplay in the real world? Well, I, I really appreciate you bringing out that distinction because that's, I'll, I'll admit, I said gamification, didn't I? And, and so that's where my mind went. And I would imagine a lot of people's mind might go there. So I really, really appreciate the distinction there. And, and what was that again? The gameplay? We call it gameful design. Gameful design. Okay. I like that. And so that to me means that you are paying attention to the elements of a game and the design that you're making is very intentional. And you mentioned that one of the things that this super better does is helps young adults and, and youth build skills. You know, what do you mean by that? What are some skills? What would you say? Because if there's a lot of parents that listen to this and they're probably, you know, thinking, Oh, my, my son, my daughter might be really interested in this, but w what exactly are some of the game skills or build the building skills? Yeah, yeah. So when, when we talk about skills, they can be of varied types of skills. So some skills would fall in the the world of coping skills, mental health coping skills. You know, some would would fall in the, the realm of social and emotional skills. So 
the research shows that planks do better, builds resilience, and it does. And, and the way that we define actually the literature, the published literature defines, you know, what what creates higher resilience. It's the development of is proactively developing skills like optimism, life satisfaction, self-efficacy, which is the belief that we can be successful in achieving achieving our goals, you know, and uh, kind of social skills and social social connection, as well as the other way that, that resilience is built is by overcoming barriers to resilience, which are things like developing skills to help reduce anxiety or, or reduce reduce depression. So you know, we talk about resilience as kind of a, a one of the key benefits, but there's a, there's a lot of components to resilience that you know in in and of themselves you know can be can be very powerful. Now the content, so that's the the framework of Super Better helps with all of that. Now there's almost an unlimited number and amount of and types of content, or in the current version of Super Better, they're called Power Packs. We're we're working on a new version that will be available in January. We're changing the language to, to challenges. You know, so in the world of skills for you know for these challenges, you know the what we're introducing in January will have a whole library of challenges focused specifically on social and emotional skills. So promoting empathy or you know self regulation and, and skills you know within those areas as well. We'll be back after a quick break. Hi, this is Ross, the host of Smells Like Humans. Each week, we talk about the curious things that people do. This show is for you when you're in the mood for unscripted, lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and just a smattering of psychology and information you can use. I promise we will make your day pass a little faster and put a smile on your face. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us, because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please follow the link in the show notes. I love it. I love it. And this is this empowers them. So I'm assuming that you, people listening can go right to the App Store and download this. Absolutely. There's, there's a version on the website and there's mobile apps. The current version of Superbetter is 100% free to play. And so you can get a great experience around it. And uh, today, Superbetter is, you know, we fall in the world of self-help apps. And we're you know, recognized as a credible self-help app because we've got the, the research and media sometimes will, will include us on list of best apps for mental health and, and well-being. And, you know, sometimes we're right there next to the calls and headspaces that are commercially, you know, unicorns in our space and much further along commercially. You know, but we love that we're kind of seen within that that kind of a peer set in terms of what we offer. Now, we're, we're of course, very different than a meditation app in terms of, of how we, you know, how we do things uh, as well. But what we're introducing in January is we talk to professionals, you know, teachers or therapists or Folks at the university level, often they will recommend Super Better to the, the young people they serve, and and we love that. But we'll also hear from them and say, "Wow, it would be great if Super Better was more of a tool versus just a self help that we could recommend." And so we're building that. We call it Squad Play. So you could think of the self help app version as kind of like solo play. You're working on your own stuff. It's not a hundred percent solo because you do recruit allies to support you, but but you're working on your own epic wins. But with Squad Play. It allows anyone who teaches or trains or coaches or supports or counsels 
others to host super better challenges for them. And so, for example, a teacher could host, uh, they could go to the, this, the library and select a five-day challenge you know, focused on developing and practicing the skill of empathy in the real world. And they can host that for the students in their classroom. And the, the host, the teacher in this case, they would likely, you know, optionally, but they would likely, you know, spend a few minutes in class at, at the beginning of the challenge, just talking about empathy. And we're going to play this, you know, through this challenge. And then at the end to kind of wrap, wrap up. But then they would just, you know, they would be able to, within their host administrative panel, you know, monitor progress as their students are, are, are playing. The students are playing on their web or mobile device. They can play in class, but it works. This works really well for a flipped classroom model where they can play outside of class. And for social emotional learning, well, I, I think every teacher in America now, you know, especially after the pandemic, believes in the power of social emotional learning. But they still, in you know, they still don't have any more time in their classrooms to devote to it because they've got all of their other re requirements and state requirements and testing and classroom management. So nothing went away. So the the ability for uh, a tool like Superbed to be used with a flipped classroom model where a lot of the activities the students are playing, you know, just for five or 10 minutes a, a day, but they're playing outside of class, provides a lot of flexibility for, for the teachers, the teachers as well. And so, John, that's what we're, you know, that's what we're, what we're building for the January, the January launch. And teachers is a target, but we're, we're talking to, you know, and getting feedback from, you know, a lot of potential uh we, we think of it as use cases, but 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 situations where where squad play can be helpful. So you know, therapists are coming in and saying, "Wow, we're really excited about," it. especially if they have adolescent and and young adult uh, patients and that they're serving with their practice. Employers are you know uh, sharing a lot of interest about improving uh, employee resilience and mental health. Employee higher resilient. The literature says that employees with higher resilience are more agile, you know, productive. Uh, uh, adaptable, they're better able to withstand burnout, right? So there's there's the mental health component that all the employers today are worried about, but there's also the resilience component that helps build stronger employees in terms of some of the the business um, uh, metrics as well. So and of course at the college level, this is a and, and your son in the esports community. I mean those are those are great you know, places. You know an, an esports club you know could certainly subscribe and host super better challenges for club members, right? So the there's a lot of versatility and flexibility in terms of the, the utility of, of what we're building with squad play. Well, I love that. And you, you mentioned earlier about some published studies that show that playing super better actually improves resilience in mental health. Can you tell us a little bit about those studies? Sure, sure, sure. So, so one of the studies is a randomized controlled trial. It was conducted by the University of Pennsylvania. That trial showed that playing super better for 30 days significantly reduced anxiety and depression. In the kind of an order of magnitude, there's a, a baseline assessment and then assessments were done every two weeks. So the, the intervention was four weeks, but, but then there was a, a follow-up two weeks later at six weeks. So at six weeks, the number of symptoms or the score of symptoms related to depression had de declined by 49% and for anxiety had declined by 61%. So that we're talking about, you know, very, very significant decreases in the number of symptoms in a relatively short period of time. That trial, uh, the, the field of research now in digital mental health is, is grown, 
where there have now been enough published randomized control trials, you know, our our UPenn study and, and you know many others now. And so so other researchers are starting to do meta-analysis where they look across all the published studies and draw conclusions. And so our, our UPenn studies is in you know, I think all of them or mo- most of them. And, and, you know, what they show is that we, we compare, you know, quite favorably also in terms of, of kind of the, the effect size of, of our in- uh, intervention. In fact, when the first meta-analysis came out, this was, you know, a few years ago, but the, uh, when the first ones came out, we actually had the, had the greatest effect size for reducing anxiety and depression in the first meta-analysis. We don't, that's not always the case. And, these meta-analysis look at, you know, they have different factors. So, and frankly, we don't, our goal is not necessarily to have the greatest effect size, it's just to be, you know, very effective uh, as, as well. But uh, uh, so that that's, you know, that's kind of the, the study that's more, most cited. We also have a clinical trial uh, that was completed at the Ohio State Wexner Medical Center in Cincinnati Children's Hospital. It evaluated super better among teenagers with persistent concussion or post-concussion syndrome. Uh, and it was a, a, a trial. It was a, 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 it was a smaller sa- a sample size, but the uh, it showed that playing super better together with medical care uh, for uh, for these teenagers with persistent concussion created a, a much greater reduction in concussion symptoms than only receiving traditional care. Well, that's amazing, and I, and I know that there are parents listening to this, and maybe they've tried to get their child to go to therapy. And I know you're not advocating this instead of therapy. However, I know that a lot of parents struggle with getting their child to go to therapy and they refuse. And and, and some parents just give up and it's not worth the fight. But this is not threatening. And this speaks their language. And it's not a, in place of therapy. But if someone is not able to go to a therapist or does not want to go to therapists and they refuse, this is something that they can do in the privacy of wherever they are, and nobody will know. They don't have to be embarrassed, but yet it could still teach them the skills and, and help them overcome the obstacles in their life. And that is amazing because it eliminates a lot of, I think it helps destigmatize mental health as well. Yeah, yeah, that, that's absolutely right. And we agree that this, we're, we would never position Subed or any technical solution as an alternative to, to therapy, but it, but it, we kind of think about, you know, there's a spectrum of, we certainly uniquely play in the, the prevention side. So skill building, you know, coping skills in those kinds of areas and, and, you know, maybe not significant or high degree of, of anxiety, depression, if, you know, it's more of an intermediate level, so better it can, can play a role. But then we, we like, we really love the idea of if somebody is in therapy that they can use, the therapist and the patient can use super better as a tool to provide that support on a daily basis between sessions, maybe to build skills or reinforce, you know, some of the things that, that are, that are discussed and, and being worked on within the sessions as well. Yeah. I love it. So tell us again where we can find super better, both the mobile and web app. All right. So, so the, the easiest thing to do is go to superbetter.com. There's a web version. So you can create an account, can create an account right on the website. You can also link, there's a link there to the Google Play Store and the Apple, the App Store as well, depending on the device that you have, and you can download the, the mobile the mobile apps there. Okay, excellent. And I'll, I'll put all that information in the show notes. So if someone's driving or they can't remember, they can go right to the show notes and, and access that. 
Yeah, that's awesome. Well, before I let you go, Keith, one of the things, uh, a question that I ask, I try to ask all of my guests, I I talk a lot about self-care and we're talking about super better and, and helping youth and young adults build skills and overcome obstacles. And one of those is building and working on self-care. And I'm curious, are there things that you do for you, just for you, for your self-care? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Run, running a, an early stage business requires a balance of, of you know, lots of hard work and, and, and self-care as well. So, so there's a couple of things. So I, I use the Subetter framework. I may or may not, you know, kind of log into the app to use it, but I, I you know, use kind of the concepts of power-ups, you know, kind of doing quick things to, you know, care for myself that give me positive energy or evoke positive emotions. So the, the power-ups, and, and sometimes it can be as, you know, as simple as, you know, if I'm just feeling really, really fatigued, you know, I might go, you know, find a place to, you know, to sit and close my eyes for five minutes and, and you know, in that area. I, I personally find the bad guy rule to be very helpful. Bad guys are obstacles that get in the way of, of goals. And so, you know, anytime, you know, one of the bad guys in Super Better from the app is called the self-critic. It's that little voice inside of you that says, you know, you're, you're not good enough. You're going to fail. And I think we all have that to some degree, right? So, so sometimes I'll come out of a meeting and just kind of feel this like, ooh, like this, you know, kind of backwards momentum instead of forward momentum. And, and I'll be like, wow, that's, that's the self-critic. And I can kind of, you know, point to it. And then I can, you know, use different, different strategies to kind of, you know, make it go away, you know, either to call it a flat out lie, you know, or, or to, you know, take some, some time to kind of reflect on why I'm feeling that as, as well. So, so the Sue Better framework is, you know, part of the way that I kind of just naturally look at the world, you know, as well. And then, and then the other thing, I, I love to get out in nature. So, you know, walks and those kinds of things, my decompressing time and my self-care time often is, is you know, doing things outside. Nice. I'm same way with that. Well, very, very cool. And Keith, this has been a, a joy getting to know you a little bit and getting to know really the power of super better. And boy, you know, it's, it's right there at our fingertips, literally. And people can go right now. And you mentioned that it's free to download correct? It's free to download. It's free to download. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And, and we can't do free forever. Unfortunately, we're not independently wealthy individuals. But so in, in January, when we introduce squad play, we'll, we'll add a subscription. But it's very, our, our goal is impact. Our, our North Star, the way we look at the world is we want to unlock the heroic potential of 50 million youth and young adults in the next five years. And so our goal is, you know, be very affordable, you know, don't, don't create large barriers, you know, encourage, like with squad play, you know, instead of asking young people to pay, you know, often it's going to be the teacher or the school or the therapist or the practice right, or, the, or the employer that, that's going to, you know, going to pay as well. So, you know, even when we add, add the subscription, you know, and typically when we talk about the price points, you know, it, it, the, uh, the response is, wow, that's really affordable. And that's the goal is we want this to be very accessible. Nice. Well, it definitely is. And want to just say a, a congratulations for Super Better being the recent winner of the World Economic Forum. That's really cool. Thank you. Yeah. Well done. Well, I'm going to let you go in uh, and I appreciate you and I appreciate what Super Better is offering so many millions of people right now and millions more will be able to have the benefits of that. And that's really cool. And I want to thank all of you who are listening. And maybe this is the first time that you've tuned in. 
I appreciate you sticking it out because I interview so many interesting people around the mental health space. And you'll want to keep tuning in because you're going to learn a lot of different things, but you're also going to learn how you can start continuing to work on your mental health. I'd offer tips all the time. I talk to therapists all the time here on the show. And I want you, my goal is for you to continue to look at your mental health and to work on it and not let the mental health that you struggle with get you down. And I'm here to encourage you and to inspire you. And that's what this show is all about. Make sure you go to mentalhealthtodayshow.com. Again, that's mentalhealthtodayshow.com. You can see all of our blogs and, and all of the episodes right there for you. And I want you to go and, and let me know what you think about this episode. You can do that there. So I'm going to let you go. Thank you so much. And remember, the Mental Health Today Show has been championing your mental health since 2015. Take care, my friends. Bye-bye.